Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 234 on Monday the 6th of May 2013. I am your host Stephen Layton and this week we're off to Africa. But before we get on our aeroplanka and go to Africa, it's time for the news! Thank you very, very much for the kind words of support for the Marathon of the North that I did last week. Lots of lovely tweets and lots of lovely emails, so thank you. Um, not my best run, if I must say. I kind of pulled my hamstring at around about 15 miles and had to hobble for the other 16 and odd. It was definitely a, a tale of two halves where the first half took one hour 39 and the second half took two hours and 12 minutes. So uh, yeah, I survived, I got over the line, I got to drink lots of lovely beer at Brewdog in Newcastle and got to meet Steve Cram and Ali Dixon, which was lots and lots of fun. And uh, yeah, it was good times, but thank you very much for those lovely tweets and emails. It really did, uh, did make the pain worth it. The sweepstake results are in. Uh, there's a URL on the screen somewhere. Uh, you must go watch this amazingly funny race. Uh, in fact, I think it is the funniest video we have done so far. Uh, please go watch. I hope you enjoy it. Even if you didn't have a sweepstake jockey, uh, you should definitely go check that out. Um, yeah. I have to hang, I have to rein in the crazy, but sometimes it gets carried away. And the new blend for the guest blend is up, and it is called Don't Panic. Um, if you are not a subscriber, you have to try this one. You will get a free little uh, emergency towelette. Don't panic. If you understand what Don't Panic is and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you'll understand. Um, the, you, the blend itself is a little bit weird, uh, but it really, really does work. Uh, and here's a video anyway to launch it. So, time for 20 seconds on, and this week it's going to be on the Kenya Coffee Auction System. So, Kenya Coffee Auction System dates back to 1934. The auctions still take place in Nairobi Coffee Exchange and are widely considered the most transparent distribution system for green coffee anywhere in the world, and inspired the model for the Cup of Excellence auctions. Ahead of each auction, samples are distributed to exporters and the members can cup them. There can often be up to 900 coffees per week to cup. The way of buying coffee in Kenya is super interesting. So these 900 coffees, up to 900 once a week, the samples will go out, they will cup them in the exporter offices and they will buy them and, and go to the auction and you bid away, you have a little buzzer and whoever bids the highest gets it. It's really, really interesting. Um, there is a way around that now. You can negotiate around with direct contracts, um, which can be done to individuals or co-ops. Um, and it's like a what they call a secondary window. Um, but still today, the majority of Kenyan coffee is sold through the, the auction. And a lot of the reason why Kenyan coffees get such a higher price compared to everybody else in the, you know, in the green coffee market 
Um, it's government run, so the government is the organisation behind it. And they take some money from each one as like a tax. Uh, but it works really well. And I was really impressed to go and see in February this year that whole system. And uh, I hadn't even had my photo taken at the auction screen. Um, but yeah, it was cool. So anyway, the coffee. Uh, the coffee comes from the Gachami Coffee Factory, or you can call it a wet mill, or you can call it a washing station, or whatever you like to call it. Um, and it's located in Karingia, which is the, a district within central Kenya. And the closest town is Kiana, which is seven kilometres away from the washing station. Um, the district lies very close to Mount Kenya um, and has really, really good elevations. We're looking around about 1,600 to 800 metres above sea level, which is fairly typical for, for Kenya, but ideal coffee growing conditions. Um, the factory stroke washing station stroke mill uh, opened in the early 1970s uh, as an independent mill, but later joined the Bawagi Coffee Farmers Society, which it is still a member, uh, and of which there are 11, 10 other members, 11 mills, uh, under the society's control. Um, in this society, there are 1,472 members that are active and are giving to the washing station. Um, and all of them live in the surrounding villages around the mill. Um, most of them will only have one hectare of land, which is very small in coffee growing terms. Um, and most of them will be within walking distance of the mill. Um, the range of mountains that it's on, it's called the Aberdare Mountain Range, which is very famous for delicious coffee. And the varietals uh, that come from these producers are primarily SL28 and SL34. There may be a little bit of Raoul 11 in there, but they don't say that there is, but I kind of expect it in most of Kenya coffees now. So uh, the figures, coffee is called uh, Gachami AA. It's lot A008. Um, it comes from the Bawagi Farmers Cooperative Society, SL28 and SL24 varietals. It is fully washed, uh, sun-dried on raised patios. Um, it has an altitude of 1,600 to 1,800 metres above sea level. Um, it comes from the region of central Kenya, uh, and it harvests during October and December every year. And that's it. That's all of the information I have on it. It's a problem with Kenya that you don't get to find out so much because it comes from a cooperative and I can't really give you individuals or whatever, but uh, hopefully that will be enough to whet your appetite. So let's go and do the super vague map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. So here we are and we go down. You can see the beautiful roof of Hasbeen Towers and well, let's a quick zoom up. And we're going to Africa. So let's look at the details of Africa. Um, we have number of coffee growing countries, 18, a population. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and say that number. Surface area, very, very large, as you can see, uh, compared to uh, the UK surface area. So, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, let's wait for the next slide to... If I can press a button, come on, and here we go. So let's get down to uh, Kenya and look at the uh, Nairobi. Is just to the south, uh, like the, the you can just see the little state of Nairobi, and it's around about an hour's drive from hour and a half from this uh, from Nairobi to this farm. So the name of the country is Kenya. Uh, has a population of forty-one and a half million. Um, very uh, five. 582,000 square kilometers and the capital city is called Nairobi 
Um, so let's look at the uh, the details here. So we can see that, that we've just moved down from the nearest town, and this is uh, actually where the mill, washing station, stroke, factory, whatever you want to call it, is called. Uh, let's look at the details of the farm, and of course, Dale Lecao. Well, it's not a farm this time, it's a, it's a washing station stroke cooperative. Uh, we have an altitude of 1600 to 1800 metres, SL28 and SL32 varietals, and that town that we came down from is Karoigia. So uh, there we have it. Um, yep, that's pretty much everything that we have on it. And that was the map bit. And it was super vague, wasn't it? Sorry. But to make up for it, it's now time for Mr. Glue's Daft Fact of the Week. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. In the coffee growing regions of Kenya, the climate is never hotter than a UK summer, but never cooler than the best kind of spring. Temperatures on average are 19 degrees C, with rainfall distributed well throughout the year. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week How does he know these things? He must have a big encyclopedia of facts. So, nearly time to make coffee, but we should do the Wheel of Death, so... Last week we had Clever Dripper. What is clever about the Clever Dripper? Nothing. That's what's clever about it. We're going to replace it with Aeropress with disc, which goes here. And we're going to spin the wheel of death. Then where it goes, nobody knows. French press. Ooh, French press. Okay, while well, since I've done a French press, we can live with that. So I'm going to whack you on pause. I'm going to get some of these that might be delicious drinks because I'm being lazy again. And I should be back with you in just a moment. And we are back, and we are diving straight into the espresso. Now, I'm going to drink it first, and then I'll talk to you. I don't like Kenya coffee in espresso. I'll make it very obvious, I just don't like it. It's too tart, it's too bright, there's too much there for me. I've always felt that way about espresso in Kenya. It's just one of those things. Uh, this is no different. It's lemon. It's just lemon juice. Uh, very sharp. Now, if you like that, that doesn't make you a bad person. Makes you a bit weird, but doesn't make you a bad person. Now, it just means that you like different things in your espresso, and I completely get it. Some people will love this. For me, it's it's not great espresso. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to cleanse my palate. So, um, yes, into the milk. Not too bad. That calms it down a little. It tastes a little bit of that pH out and makes it a little less tart. Um, I can still think of better coffees I would rather have in there. Um, it's just not. I'm just not an espresso-based kind of Kenya guy. Never have been. So my French press is one of the Espro presses. Just cheating a little bit, I guess. But so. Pluses for the French press. Okay, well, plus number one is that they, um, they're cheap. Uh, the Espro isn't. But you can buy a French press for five, ten pounds from the supermarket and you can get you started in coffee. Second good thing about pre French presses is they're hard to get wrong. So, 
a little too coarse, a little too fine, a little too long, a little too short, we'll forgive. The window of opportunity is far bigger to get it right than with any other broom method, in my opinion. Um, most people understand how to use one, so other people can make a coffee. Uh, and they're nice. They're nice items. Bad things about them. One, they can give you a bit of a muddy cup. Now, the Espro fixes a lot of that with its mesh and uh, its, its, its special filters. But it's still... I've still got... So I can still see some solids in here. It's still going to be a, a little bit textured. So you feel the texture on the mouth. Um, glass ones can break easy. This kind of fixes it because it's stainless steel. So if you drop it, it bounces. Uh, I've broke many a cafetiere. Um... That's it really, I guess, yeah. So anyway, let's. There, there is a French press brew guide, by the way, on the brew guides if you want to go and have a look. But let's, let's get into the coffee. Now, this is where Kenya comes alive. This is where Kenya gets a bit delicious. Um, a brewed version of a Kenyan, for me, is heaven. I love Kenya. I love the coffees. I love how different they are. I love how amazing they are. In this one, you've got that lemon. That lemon that I'm tasting the espresso is there, but it's not just lemon. There's a little bit of tangerine in there as well. A little bit of satsuma. A little bit of like sweet orange. Not normal orange, sweet, sticky orange. And then just beautiful sweetness. So it's a beautiful fruit sweetness in there that just kind of carries on. And the mouth is just carrying on with that sweetness. I really like it. I, I just think it's a great, great coffee. And a great, great region, you know. The whole auction system allows you to look at lots of different coffees, lots of different pickings, lots of different lot sizes, and it is really interesting. Okay, so we should go and do our Pinboard of Doom. And um, this week's Pinboard of Doom is sent in by Liam. Liam works at 68 Cafe, and on Tuesday this week, they were on BBC Breakfast News a few times. Uh, I know a few of you tweeted me about it and saw our red bags on there. Um, but Liam sent us a photo. I've jumped the queue with it because it was this week. And I just wanted to say well done to 6-8 Cafe and the guys there. They did a great job of promoting independent coffee shops and special coffee shops. And uh, it was a really good piece. So well done, lads. Um, yeah, great to see. And girls, of course. Um, but that is the pinboard of doom. And um, yeah, that's it. I think time to wrap up. Um, thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.